off the ball. Cristiano Ronaldo was offered to numerous clubs in the summer and no deal could have been done. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Off the ball, daily. Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way we'll hear from Ronan O'Gara on what Stuart Lancaster can expect at his old stomping round of Racing 92 and Alan Quinlan will give us his take on tonight's clash of Connacht and Munster. But first, team news from the other two provinces who both have home matches tomorrow and there's a first start of the season for Jonathan Sexton in Leinster's meeting with the Cell Sea Sharks at the RDS. The Ireland captain was introduced off the bench in last week's win away to Ulster, but this time Ross Byrne will be among the Leinster replacements. Academy back Rob Russell will make a first start at the RDS, replacing the injured Dave Carney on the wing. Robbie Henshaw switches to outside centre with Charlie and Gatai coming in for Gary Ringrose inside him. Will Connors' return from injury is complete as he starts on the open side in place of Josh van der Flyer. The team in full so sees Jimmy O'Brien start at full back while Russell and Jordan Larmer are on the wings. In the centre, it's Henshaw and Ngatai with a half-back partnership of Sexton and Luke McGrath. Leinster's front five is the same as last week with Andrew Porter, Tri Machine Dan Sheehan and Michael Alalatoa in the front row. Ross Maloney continues his second row partnership with Jason Jenkins. Then in the back row, it's Ryan Baird, Will Connors and Jack Conan. Tomorrow evening's game will be Leinster's first home match since it was confirmed Stuart Lancaster will be leaving for Racing at the end of this season. Former Racing out-half and coach Ronan O'Gara was on this morning's OTB AM and was asked what kind of differences Lancaster can expect working in the top 14. It'll be it'll be different, but the biggest thing would be the language. You know, I think you can talk about the culture and environment, but one of the basic necessities or requirements is the capacity to to communicate. Mm. And that's not a one-way street, that's a two-way street. So yeah, when you're speak, speaking to someone or a group, you, you need to be able to understand them and they need to be understand you. And sometimes you don't need actually French for that. You just need sometimes communicate with your eyes. Sometimes it's non-verbal and sometimes you need to, you need to speak. So... Um, you know that's that, that's very important in France, and obviously uh, they're very selective on on who they I suppose not let in, but you know I mean I understand that I'm an outsider in the top fourteen, and the fact that I'm from from Ireland coaching there, and they have an awful lot of of good coaches in France, but I'm taking up one of the top jobs, so with that comes um, a responsibility to produce for 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 La Rochelle, which uh, I think I'm doing okay. Or, or well at so uh, from Stuart's point of view um, he'd be going in there but um, uh, I mean he's more experienced than I am in the coaching game um, and he'll know exactly what he needs to do because essentially we speak rugby you know what I mean we speak English we speak French uh, but we speak rugby it's just about getting that message across and there's a lot of good boys in, in racing I think he's going to a very good club I think he's going to an established club. I think 2013 when I joined, it's a very different racing 10 years later than it is now. Um, and a, a, an incredibly good city. So he'll have, I think, um, a great um, opportunity to experience a top European club, but also 
you know, it's important he gets to see Paris as well. Now, while Leinster have Sexton back in their starting 15, Ulster also welcome back an influential name to their side for tomorrow's clash with the Ospreys at Kingspan Stadium. With his rugby championship duties complete, Dwayne Vermeulen takes the number eight jersey. Nick Timoney moves to blindside flanker, and that's one of nine changes made by Dan McFarland from last week's loss to Leinster. Joining Timoney and Vermeulen in the back row is Jordy Murphy, who replaces Matty Ray. Alan O'Connor continues in the second row, where this week he's partnered by Sam Carter. And there's an all-new front row of Eric O'Sullivan, John Andrew and Marty Moore. Mike Larry continues at full back, but Aaron Sexton and the injured Jacob Stockdale are replaced by Craig Gilroy and Rob Little. Luke Marshall and Stuart McCloskey continue their centre partnership, but Ian Madigan gets the nod at out half, forming a half-back partnership with John Cooney. Billy Burns is on the bench. Tonight, of course, Connacht christen their new 4G pitch at the sports ground with the visit of Munster. Connacht remain without a win or even a losing bonus point from their first three games of the season. But former Ireland and Munster back row Alan Quinlan believes Connacht's position is somewhat of a false one. It was an incredibly difficult start for, for Connacht. Mm. You know, to go to Belfast at any stage is is tricky. Even though they've had success and won up there in recent years, um, it, it doesn't give you much kind of wriggle room, really, when you have to go there in your first game and then you're in South Africa against the Stormers and the Bulls, um, more or less at full strength, shorn of a player or two here and there that were involved in the rugby championship with the Springboks, but a lot of a lot of strength there. And um, so in some ways it's a little bit false on Connacht in the sense that mm. I've said this, you know, most teams would struggle to go to South Africa now. You'd need to be fully locked and loaded going to South Africa, expecting to to get a win and and um, run them close. Um, so maybe we're kind of judging Connacht falsely here a little bit. We'll know tonight. I think they will. Um, obviously, the challenge for them is you know they've only had a couple of sessions this week because you they only got back I think Sunday and I, I'm not sure if they trained Monday or what their schedule was this week, but. The, probably the most they could have had this week is, is two pitch sessions on the, on the new 4G pitch. Um, but they've a kind of uh, amount of work done in the last few weeks that they can rely on. They had a, a player m- meeting on, before they departed South Africa um, trying to address some of the issues. So you've got to keep fighting. It's very early doors for both sides and both of them have issues. Um, Connacht are giving away a lot of penalties. They're the most penalised team in the competition so far. Munster aren't far behind. I think 41 penalties Connacht, um, mm. Munster 38 or something. So that tells you that you're porous, um, you're panicking, um, you're not able to deal with pressure. Um, because, you know, obviously under pressure, you make those decisions to, you know, be offside or um, not have your discipline spot on. Or losing ball at breakdown. I think Munster have had a lot of turnovers at the at the at the breakdown. They're not easy fixes. They take some time. So, um, yeah, Connacht. Look, they'll be chomping at the bit um, to try and get a win tonight. Tonight's game interestingly sees Joey Carberry make his first start of the campaign for Munster. However, it's at full back. But Ronan O'Gara believes that's out of necessity more than any grand plan for the future of Carberry in an Ireland jersey. Yeah, I think so. And I think Simon Zewo is, is Simon Zewo injured as well. He doesn't feature anyway, so he must be. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was talking to Mike a few, uh, well, not a few days ago. It's probably over a week now. But he was saying that they've they've been unfortunate with a lot of injuries, and obviously they have guys on the tour. So he said they were really, um, I suppose, deep tapping deep into their resources. So for me, 
as a coach, you want your best players on the pitch, whether it's at 10 or 15. Uh, for me, Jody Carberry needs to be on the pitch. So ideally, from Ireland's point of view, he's playing at 10, but uh, you have to put Monster's needs first this weekend and and he's playing and that's good for, 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 for Munster and it's good for him. Now this lad has forced Leinster's opening game in the Champions Cup to be moved out of Paris. That's Oral San, who is playing three dates at La Défense Arena on December 8th, 9th and 10th. That scheduling conflict with the first round of pool fixtures means the Racing Leinster game will be played 181 kilometres away on the coast at the 25,000 capacity Stade Océan in La Havre. The December 10th game will have a 2pm start with Gloucester visiting the RDS six days later. Ulster's first game comes away from home against Sale Sharks on December 10th before they host Ronan O'Gara's La Rochelle on December 17th, while Munster's pool campaign starts with a 3.15 kickoff against Toulouse on Sunday, December 11th, and they go to Franklin's Gardens to play Northampton Saints a week later. Connacht are in the Challenge Cup this season, of course, and welcome Newcastle Falcons to the sports ground on December 10th. Six days later, they're away to breathe. Finally, some transfer news, and Northampton have confirmed that Dan Bigger is to leave them at the end of this season. The Welsh had half joined them from Ospreys in 2018 and has helped them so far to a pair of top four finishes in the Premiership. Northampton Director of Rugby Phil Dowson says next season's lowered salary cap has forced their hand. Now don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feed to get your daily dose of Rugby Daily and give us some positive feedback as well if you can. My name is Richie McCormack and I will talk to you on Monday.